is it that if it is too far away from what your actual style is, that maybe you're looking at the wrong client? A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is when you have to be really honest with yourself on the type of client you want to work with. Hi, I'm Beth Beeske, the founder of More Time to Design and your host of the Design Dialogues podcast. I've been a designer for the last 12 years and I've run my own studio for five. And I know how hard it is to run a successful business. You not only need to be great at designing, but you need to be great at all the other things as well. I created More Time to Design, a software platform to help designers run efficient studios. And I've created the Design Dialogue podcast to help us all learn together. Each week, we will meet professionals who are at the top of their game doing things that help us run our studios. We'll have conversations with social media managers, interior design mentors, copywriters, stylists, photographers, suppliers, and also designers who have been in the game for a long time and who have such a wealth of knowledge to share. I hope that each week you feel inspired and informed at the end of each of our design dialogues. So join me for the Design Dialogue podcast. Welcome to episode two of the Design Dialogues podcast. This week, we are talking to Jane Mao, who is a personal brand stylist and style coach. Before we get to the dialogue, I wanted to remind you about the 30-day free trial that we offer with More Time to Design. For those of you who don't know, More Time to Design is an interior design studio and project management software that will revolutionize the way you run your studio. Follow the links in our show notes to see how you can change your business today for the better. I loved this dialogue with Jane. I've known Jane for a while. However, I still learned so much from her during this chat. I hope you enjoy this design dialogue. Hi, Jane. How are you? I'm good, Beth. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to have you on the design dialogues. I've been really looking forward to this chat um, for a while, actually, because I... I really think what you do is so valuable for our industry and it's most probably something that a lot of interior designers know about but maybe don't understand fully how much it could really elevate their brand. So I'm I'm looking forward to a lot of gems coming out of today's conversation. Um, I'm ready. I'm so ready for this. Okay, go. Uh, so I love to ask everyone what can they see out their window today? So I know that you have a pretty special window that you're looking at at the moment. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. As you can see by my, by my background, yeah, there's a whole lot of like leaves happening and vegetation. So I'm sitting here at Lost Lindenberg in Bali mm. and my view is off the ocean. There's waves crashing on the beach, like, you know, wind blowing and the I'm sitting in amongst the trees because we're in a sort of like a treehouse um, situation and just like, yeah, we haven't been able to leave the room. I think it was designed to keep you in. <laughs> we have a sneaky suspicion they, uh, the Germans just designed it that way because everything you just don't, you don't want to leave. Sounds, um, sounds like yeah. heaven. Oh yeah, 100% <laughs> heaven. <laughs> So um, I suppose to start, I'd love to hear about your business. So um, some of you um, in the industry might know Jane from her days at CDK and um, Jane asked 
answered many questions of mine about some random stone things. So, um, but you do something very, very different now. And I'd love to understand and know about how you got there. Oh, yes, of course. I mean, yeah, we met at CDK and a whole lot of people who are listening to this yeah. would know me from CDK. And I tell you what, I'm like walking through the hotel right now and I'm like, ooh, granite, quartzite, <laughs> yep. <laughs> that information never leaves you. <laughs> oh, my gosh, never leaves them. Like, oh, yep, they've got the ends of that. That's nice. With the, da, 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 the mitre there. I'm like, yep. Honestly, that stuff never leaves you. So, um, so yeah, I was kind of, when you met me, Beth, mm. I was taking a break from this world. Yeah. And I had burnt out. I'd spent a lot of years in it. And, um, yeah, I I had been, I, I've been doing this for 16 years, a bit on the side, and then now back to full time. And when you met me, I was kind of having a break instead of rebranding my business because yeah. uh, before CDK, I had, I was working um, as like a fashion editor for Mind Food Style magazine. If you don't know, Mind Food is basically a magazine for people that love sustainability. We we'll call it um, someone who's like green with lipstick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's a great description. Like, yeah, yeah. Has like the Dior back, but like loves to believe in sustainability. Yeah. So, you know, we're like eco friendly yeah. and like chic, uh, but we've got the latest luxury goods. So, yeah. That's the, the mind food. Yeah. So I travel. I travel the world, um, shooting in various locations like uh, Argentina, through the states, producing that magazine, and then I moved to Sydney in 2015 from Auckland, New Zealand, and I just went. You know what? Can some the people just stop for a second? I I need a break. I was burnt out, and so that's when I started sort of thinking okay what can I do with my skills and my talent to sort of make a difference in the world and help people but um yeah I still use my skills right yeah um but go away from that whole magazine world where everything was just advertising focused it was heavily dependent on like pleasing the advertisers um and sort of help like the normal human being yeah, but through my time at um, Mind Food, I had like a bunch of people on my personal styling books, and I never really saw myself as a personal stylist. So I was like, "Hang on, what's why are these people always coming to me?" Obviously, they see my name in the magazine. Yeah, but at the same time, um, a whole lot of them had the same, um, like the same pattern. There were yeah. business people wanting me to tell them what to wear to like meetings, get getting them to like show up and nail that interview, get the big client. Yeah. I had like five people who still work with me now, like 10 years later. And yeah, I was just like, hang on, there's something in this. Yeah. And that's when, when you met me, I was rebranding to be a personal brand stylist. Cause yeah. I was like, you know what? There's a whole lot of business people out there who don't know what they're doing. And then they're show, just showing up, um, not really thinking about what they wear and how that actually influences people's buying perception. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so that's when, yeah, five years ago, I started rebranding, reworking my messaging. And here I am today, 2023, working out of Bali. Love um, it. Love <laughs> it. On, on Zoom. Here we are. <laughs> um, so I would, you kind of touched on it there. And I think 
I know what a personal branding stylist is, but I would yes. love, can you like, you know, what's your elevator pitch definition mm. of a personal brand stylist? Okay. So for me, a personal brand stylist is someone that takes you as a business owner, you as the personal brand. Cause if you're someone who's showing up online or even you are a brand, like yeah. there's no um, denying that what people see are what, what they are being um, uh, influenced by. Right. Yeah. So that makes you a brand. Yeah. Um, for me, it's about elevating what you wear so that perception meets reality i suppose like yeah. people are buying into that perception of what you can produce yeah. so as an interior designer you're like okay so i want to work with clients that can invest a lot of money into their projects yeah so what do i need to look like for that client to believe that i got i've got what it takes to deliver on that project yeah right and i'm not saying go and buy a whole lot of louis vuitton and chanel and deck you out in like yeah 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 <laughs> Because we don't want that client either, right? Because no. it's a certain client. Uh, <laughs> I'm not saying that at all. <laughs> I'm just saying it's like little tweaks where you think, okay, is my client, like I've worked with a whole lot of interior designers mm. and some are like, you know, okay, uh, my clients have like $7 million budget to work on a project up in the coast and they're looking at eco-friendly, sustainable building materials. So when I walk into the room, I need to look like I know what I'm talking about, yeah. what the hell I'm talking about, and I need to look sharp. But there is a way you choose materials and like texture for what you wear and how you wear it that's communicating, yes, I can go out and pick you a amazing tile from yada, 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 and it'll be eco-friendly and it'll look yeah. amazing, Yeah, you know? Yeah. But a lot, yeah, so I... When I work with clients, I'm like, okay, so what are you wearing at the moment? They're like, wow, I woke up in like t-shirt and like a pair of jeans. I'm like, is that communicating that you can be trusted to go out there? Yeah. I, yeah. And so that's or, really interesting. Like you use the word trust because I think, you know, as interior designers, when we're pitching to clients, we are selling, we're selling a service. And we're selling a transformation. Um, yes. And there is a level of trust that comes into that because the client has to trust you that you are going to take, you know, this plot and make it yeah. something really pretty or, or functional and all that kind of stuff. And so I, mm. I find it really interesting that, you know, that connection between trust and yeah, like, as you said, like, if someone's turning up in, like, a scruffy pair of sneakers and jeans and they want the client to pay, you know, top dollar, there's this real misalignment kind of thing and the client's going to trust you. A hundred percent. So if you think about it, these clients have been looking at Pinterest boards after Pinterest boards, flicking through their phone on Instagram, and they're looking at these amazing properties all around the world going, oh, I really love that interior with the beautiful space and the mm. furniture and that are and you rock up looking like you don't belong in that space. They're like, okay. Yeah. Okay, different different. if you've won the client and they've worked with you on various projects, yeah. right? That's when you can start being a little bit like, okay, I'll just show up a yeah. casual today as opposed to other days. 
But when you're trying to win over a big portfolio, oh my gosh, what's to say that that you are, I'm just going to drop some names here. <laughs> you're not competing with the likes of like Blaine or yeah. 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 Right. So they're literally comparing you yeah. to Blaney North. Yeah. Like, you know, and people will say, well, they can choose Blaney North. I'm not Blaney North. Blah, blah, blah. But it's not about choosing Blaney North. It's about them trusting that you can deliver. Yeah. In, that's yeah. It. And um, how do you, because I think something as well that I find really interesting, like I really do think um, we live in such a brand like brand is such a thing that we live in these days. Like, you know, everything is a brand and everything, you know, people are brands and all that kind of stuff. How yeah. do you how do you really set that personal brand so that you look the part for whatever client is that you're kind of getting? Mm. But then maybe you don't completely lose yourself in that as well. Like how do you mesh those two things together? Yeah. So is it that if it is too far away from what your actual style is, that maybe you're looking at the wrong client? A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So this is when you have to be really honest with yourself on the type of client you want to work with to yeah. fruition. So you got to be prepared that you can deal with the alpha client or like the ones that are a little bit chill on like relaxed and yeah. like easy going, or do you want the ones that are like, they want every finishing to be like the freaking crown plot, like, you yeah. know, crown casino or whatever yeah. um, uh, in Sydney. So you have to sit with yourself and go, who am I as a person? What do I like? And to be honest, I can't actually explain on a podcast what, what that means in terms of your clothing because every person is is, yeah. is different personality-wise. But you should be able to bring that out in your clothing and still look polished, elevated, and be able to sit there in a meeting and be seen as your go as the go-to expert yeah. in whatever space you're selling in. Now, I'm going to say that the person that's selling, um, that's doing renovations at like a $200,000 home, yeah. It's going to look very different to a person that's doing a $7 million, $20 million project. Yeah. Would, yeah. Wouldn't yeah. you say? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. 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 So just, you know, like look at what market are you playing with mm. and what are they used to surrounding themselves with? Because the people that are hanging out in that market with a $20 million homes or seven, they're used to a very um, certain level yeah, or certain aesthetic that they surround themselves with. Yeah. Yeah. So it's about then going, okay, how do I align myself personality-wise, not lose myself, align myself and still retain a part of me while I work with these clients? Um, because at the end of the day, you've got to be the person wearing those clothes mm. and you don't want it to feel like a costume. Yes. There's a fine line between wearing clothes that, that will attract the client um, and not, you know, make you feel like you're wearing a costume. It still has to be you. Yeah. 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 That's really interesting. Like, and I love the way 
Like I know that I have a couple of things that if I'm feeling crappy, I know that if and I've got like a big day of meetings or stuff and I really need to kind yeah. of, you know, amp myself up for them. I know if I put that outfit on, I'm good. It's like that superpower that clothes give you kind of thing that it's like a little bit yeah. of an armor. And I can yeah. imagine if you have done the work with like someone like yourself, you've got like it just gives you more of that kind of thing and it's like it's that real energy that comes from it. Um, mm. that must be so helpful when you are building a brand and building a business kind of thing, because it's one thing for interiors to be beautiful, but there is, if there's a mismatch with the person who's out the front, it just doesn't work. Yeah. A hundred percent. And, um, you know, something that just came to me then it's, um, it's, it's aligning your, how you look mm. with the interiors that you produce. Yes. That's it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If it's like walking into, I don't know, you know how you walk into like beautiful spaces and someone just sticks out like a sore thumb and you're like, I know what it is, but like, I feel like you don't belong here. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> like, you know, you might be a really nice person. But I'm like, yeah, I love yeah. that. I love that. Um, and so I feel like this list could be so long and I'm sure I've committed half of it, but what are some of the common mistakes you see people making when I, th I feel like as a business owner, you kind of go from a stage of, okay, I've just got to, I've got to work on the business and I've got to do all those systems. Like I've got to get all the, the stuff mm. going and then kind of a little bit, you're a bit further down the business path and you go, okay, like I need to kind of elevate my whole offering and yeah from social media and website and all that kind of stuff and I imagine that that is most probably the time when people start to go okay like I also need to elevate my presentation what are some yes. of the common mistakes you see people making when they are starting to enter this awareness of personal branding well it's 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 funny I, I teach this in my group program as well. It start, it's, it's not starting from the very like sort of step one, which yeah. is knowing your ideal client. Yeah. Like really digging deep and going, okay, how many clients have I had over the last like 12 months or even like the space of two years? What's the common thread and who do I want to work with? And then going, is that my ideal client? And how do I fit in with that ideal client? And how do I attract more of those? I think there's a, it's almost like a disconnect from their business. Mm. They think that their clothing is not connected to their business because when you think interior, you think tiles and yeah. wallpaper and all that stuff. Yeah. Like, but you know, you, you are the business. Yeah. So if, why don't you start? at ground zero going, okay, who are, who are my clients? What is it that make me and them kind of gel? Yeah. And how can I up elevate myself so I can attract more of those? And yeah, so many times when I, when they come to me, I'm, and I ask their question, it's almost like a, huh? <laughs> <laughs> what has that got to do with anything? Yeah. I'm like, well, you're in amongst the spaces and their habitat yeah. Their habitat, not yours. Yeah. We so, need to, yeah. yeah. So it's kind <laughs> yeah. of like the clothes are almost the last part of the puzzle. Like, yeah. 
there's, you know, you really need that whole picture of who are you pitching to and what is your business and who is your ideal client? And I mean, they are all the same questions that if you've done a marketing course or if you've done any kind of business strategy course, they are the same questions you're getting asked. 100%. Okay, so get this. When I was at CDK, right, the way I was dressed was targeted towards the person that I was working with in Mossman. Dover Heights, Bellevue Hill. I wanted all those projects. Of course, I showed up looking like that. Yeah. You know, there was a way I was wearing stuff and like I had my button up collar, like I would have black, you know, and I even down to like my eyewear, I chose eyewear. That was very specific. You remember that? Yeah, I do. I do. I very much, I always thought of it almost as your uniform with the button up shirt and yeah, yeah. But it was, I, I was doing it for a reason. I was doing it because I knew if I looked apart, those clients, those interior designers would trust me with my choice of stone. Yeah, definitely. And like advising in the right direction because they would trust that I knew their projects. Yeah. And yeah. I had their best, best interests at heart, right? Yeah. So if I could do that, <laughs> selling stone. Yeah. No. You, yeah. It's, it, all, no. it all ties in. Yeah, it's just, I mean, I find this so, so interesting. Um, I suppose one of the things that I, and you kind of alluded to it before about how sometimes I think people, it's almost like they go too far down a path and it's like a costume and it's like, whoa, like you are just, like, it's just not great. But Like, how do you work with clients to, especially maybe someone who hasn't thought of themselves this way before, um, is maybe moving from they've worked in a studio before and they haven't maybe been as client facing in that studio and they've taken the leap to step out into their own business. And now all of a sudden they really are the face of the business and they are client facing and all of that kind of stuff. How do you... Can it be a bit of a journey with them to kind of go, okay, it is going to feel like a costume and it is going to feel a bit funny to start with, but stick with it and you will get there? Um, yeah. Uh, oh, my gosh. I, I've i worked with those that have worked in like the big sort of studios where black is the norm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like you don't wear anything else. And if you wear anything that's not black, you yeah. are seen as the outsider. Yeah. And but in in their hearts they love color yeah and so um i'm i'm referring to a particular client that i've worked with that used to work for a very very high-end design studio in sydney that and their uniform is black and so (laughs) and so when i did this work with her um you know and she said you know gosh my I love recommending color and recommending things to people that are have more personality and texture and I said to her, okay, let's go on this like exploration. It's always an exploration. And I think when I'm working with a client, it's a collaboration between me and them. Yeah. And my process is very much an immersion of like understanding what your business is. Again, when I ask about the ideal client and I ask about how much they want to make in the next like two, five, like, you know, two to five years, what their project, projection is. They're like, you're just a personal stylist. Why the fuck? Like, why, why are you? Yeah. <laughs> why does this matter? Yeah. Because we need to like shift you in the direction so you can be a magnet, you know? Yeah. 
And so, yeah, we go back to like getting into their closet and seeing where the patterns are. Because it's not, it's funny because I always say to people when I go through their closets, I'm like, you all, like, you know, um, you, you will pick up the things that, that light you up the most without you even knowing it. Yeah. So when I go through people's closet and I see a whole lot of linen and I ask with the question, why linen? And they go, well, I just love like, you know, the natural weave and the texture. And then I look at their projects and it's very much beige with like linen texture. And I'm like, well, there's obviously, uh, um, you know, an alignment there. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? You can always find an alignment with the person and what they choose. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know if I've answered your question, but it's very much that like looking deep within what you've got already yeah. and making like, yeah, finding the patterns. Like I, I feel, well, what is it that I call it? Um, yeah, like the, the stones, the, yeah. um, the breadcrumbs. Yes, um, yeah, 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 yeah the breadcrumbs that'll give me clues as to who the person is connected to their project. Um, it's funny that you're asking me this question because this week, <laughs> segue, um, I really had this like over the past like week sort of been thinking about why I don't take people's personal shopping as such. Yeah. So as a personal shopper, you meet up with someone at the mall. Yeah. And you tell them what you want and they take you to the shop and that's it. Whereas I'm very much a person that goes, hang on a minute, let's like think through this shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's like get in there, get yeah. our hands dirty, figure you out. And the shopping bit is like four steps after or five steps after. Because if we don't start with the ideal client, where you want to be, da 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 why the hell are we going shopping? We're shopping yeah. blind. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose as well, though, that so much gives the person, though, the tools to build on Understand. themselves. Like, it's not like they're kind of going to the shops and if you're not there holding their hand and they're like, they're kind of yeah. like deer in headlights, like, oh my God, like I'm describing myself here. Um, yeah. But if you have given them the tools and they really understand why you are making the selections you're making, then they're going to be so much more confident to do that when they're on their own a hundred percent and that's yeah. what you want from people that's what you want to you know as a I don't know I, I guess like now more than ever I'm a stylist plus a coach as well it's like yeah. giving you the tools so that even when I'm not there you've become aware and you've it's become a habit yeah because as pe my clients always say you're now in my head yeah because <laughs> <laughs> I've said ideal client a million times. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, it becomes like a, oh, shit. Yes, I've got to think about that. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's funny that you've asked me this question because the last week I'm like, why is it that I've never sold that package? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Because I don't attract the client that just wants a wishy-washy surface level like yeah. approach. Like, yeah. no, we don't, I don't do that. And I just... Yeah. I have no inclination of like wasting your time, wasting time and wasting your money. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And so I see, like, as I said, I see so many similarities between like 
what you do and what interior designers do because interior designers are so much about creating a space like it's not it's not just about mm. pretty finishes there's you know there's context and how it is the space feel and does it function and all of that kind of stuff and like so much like you know I can imagine when you're working with someone they can it's exactly that it is like you know there's context yeah. and it has to work and you know like, yeah like you know I couldn't say yeah. to you, well Jane I've got this I've got this a massive pitch for a 20 million dollar project but I also have to go and pick up the kids from soccer training so can you give me an oh outfit that works for both um, oh, we're definitely putting you in amazing, like super chic, like trainers that look a million dollars, but don't cost you a million dollars. And so the thing that yeah. I suppose, like when, like one thing that you kind of get clients that come in and they're like, oh, we want this thing that we've seen in a magazine and mm. it's like, okay, well, that's not really going to work, but it's on trend and they really want it. How do yeah. you work with clients who like you know that those on trend pieces kind of thing that it might be like like how do you tailor that all in like well not tailor like weave that into the story so that mm. you know you do some like you do feel like you're on trend as well as being on brand which I suppose are two different things yeah interesting question um it I mean, trend is another thing and having fashion pieces is good mm. um, in some ways. I would say that like you almost need to have those, are you actually buying into trend? Are you buying pieces that are, you know, classic, not classic, but, you know, they might be on trend now, but, you know, me, as yeah. the same as you, as a designer, when you're choosing finishes, you know that that one got out of date in the next 10 to 15 years. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it's about choosing the right things. Um, I don't know how to communicate that to people unless you're, you've worked with me or in my um, styling uh, membership. Yeah. But, <laughs> like, you don't give away yeah, all so, the secret sauce. <laughs> yeah. 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 I like, um, you know, choosing the right pieces that yeah. you know even me now showing up on zoom with you yeah yes you said to me it, it will be recorded i'm thinking will this video content last for the next 10 years am i looking like i could just be now talking to you in 2023 and in 2033 so yeah. yeah it's about weaving in i guess pieces that won't date yeah and you know as a designer what what things will date right yeah, yeah you've seen definitely. it yeah definitely. and it's something that i guess when you work with the stylist it's either they have the eye for it or they don't same as a interior designer yeah i mean i've i've worked with interior designers that don't have the eye for it <laughs> and the ones that do yeah. and i can tell you now <laughs> there's a major difference yeah, yeah? <laughs> oh my goodness i'm sure you've seen it all um, yeah. and I suppose one thing that, cause I think, as I said at the start, like I think yeah. a lot of interior designers, they will be aware of personal brand stylists or they might not, but they will be aware of like a stylist that you might get in for a photographer mm. kind of thing and all that kind of stuff. How, what is the process that you, you take people through when you're working with them? Like, obviously we've talked about that you know, you've got to get those foundations right. 
But what is the yeah. process? Like, is it is it a year-long process? Is it a quick, short, sharp thing? Like, how how do yeah. people, what is, what is the journey you take people on? Gosh, I hate that word, but it works. Yeah, the way. journey. Um, it really depends where you're at. Like, I've got clients that are, you know, the interior designers that want like a quick fix. Yeah. Let's get, let's do this, fix my wardrobe. I need to show up in front of the client. So, you know, that could be a six weeks journey yeah. if you wanted to. And then, you know, we're shopping at the third, fourth week mark. Yeah. And I'm just putting together outfits for you and we're finishing off within six weeks. Mm-hmm. But there are ones where, you know, things take three to six months or even a year because they're so busy they've got things going on in between those bits as well like you know they're either showing up for speaking engagements where I have to source other things or um, they're showing up for podcasts or they've become this brand that's bigger than yeah you know like it's bigger than Ben-Hur yeah 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 yeah. you know so that's when I'm really there as the curator of that brand yeah and um you know uh you yourself might know some of some interior designers that do this but definitely the ones like i work with a lot of business coaches that um are you know mm-hmm. uh, they're a big personal brand and so i'm in they've got like photo shoots happening after photo shoots yeah. content being produced you know you're talking sales pages and facebook ads instagram yeah. ads so i'm always styling in between months as well yeah um so you're really so, yeah. a very integral part of their team yes <laughs> funny that you're uh, funny that you say integral part of their team because i when i worked for mind food style as a fashion editor one of the biggest things for me was being a creative director directing the, the shoot in a yeah. certain way that when you're shot like you know even down to the lighting the background that we're using it's very much, um, you know, I'm standing there go, directing the photographer to do a certain shot so it can be used for your sales pages. Um, yeah, Instagram, LinkedIn. So I'm very much the uh, the brains behind photo shoots now for a lot of my business coach clients. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, yeah. And how do you integrate into, like, so I'm thinking about, you know, if you're pulling together a branding shoot. How do you work it? Like what other parts of their team do you work in with to go, okay, well, to work out what shots you need kind of thing? Is that being driven by the client or are these clients that have got, um, you know, they might have marketing people who are, you know, salespeople who are creating the content for them and so they're directing you saying, okay, well, Jane, we're going to need this, this and this kind of look. It depends on the firm. Yeah. So it depends on the size of their business. So for example, when you're working um, solo, say you're not part, like if you're comparing yourself to someone like Smart Design Studio, we all know, (laughs) you know, they've got a marketing team, a PR team. And, you know, if I walked into that and I was, um, say, for example, uh, styling, uh, what's his name? Is it William Smart? Will, right? Of course, I'm going to be told by the marketing team that this is their brand vision and this is the the way we're driving it. Yeah. But when you're a solo business owner, you don't have much of that team. Yeah. I'm the person that drives that. So yeah. I will sit with you and go, okay, what is it that you want? Like, what's your vision? What client are we trying to attract? 
let's let, same process as your wardrobe yeah and i design the wardrobe to that but i also go okay well in that case if you want the um 20 million dollar client that we might need to be hiring a, a a space that communicates that yeah 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 and so i plan out all the shots and i um yeah it's a whole process of to and from on zoom going this is how we're going to shoot it landscape portrait and yeah i very much sort of um i would say the photographer doesn't even have a hand in it yeah when wow. i'm when i'm creative directing because i say what the lighting should be and um yeah i do work with a photographer but photographers don't like it when people don't have direction <laughs> yeah 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 no that's yeah, really interesting they, they, yeah because I so feel it makes their life easier. Yeah, I feel like as well, like you know, as we were talking about, like someone most surely is coming to you when they're maybe I don't know two, three years into their business, and they've kind of gone, okay, we're over, you know, the initial chaos. Now mm. we're getting to the point where we've got a few clients under our belt. We are most probably looking at going, okay, we're now moving away from I will just say yes to whatever work is coming in the door because I have bills to pay. To starting yeah. to think about clients in a bit more of a strategic way and really working on defining who is my ideal client where am I going like you know do I want to move into those higher echelons of budgets and you know that might not be where people want to go you know there is I I really think there's a sweet spot in terms of budgets like I think you know oh yeah bigger budgets sometimes just means bigger headaches um but I suppose that's a really lovely service that you bring because as you said, like someone who's working on their own, they don't have a PR and marketing team to help them do all of this kind of stuff. So to have someone on their side, and I think quite often people go, okay, I'll book a branding shoot and you turn up and you're like, okay, well, I'll stand here (laughs) and I'll stand here. And I'll I'll do my flat lay and like have my laptop kind of thing. And you know, they all look the same, but there's 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 not a lot of personality coming through in those shots kind of mm. thing because, mm. you know, eight other interior designers have done the same branding shoot kind of that day. Um, yeah. So it must be, it's a really lovely service that you offer in that kind of helping yeah. smaller interior designers, well, not just interior designers, but smaller people access those services that, kind of sometimes feels so unattainable to people on their own. A hundred percent. And it takes a certain eye to do that. Mm. Um, it's funny that you said um, people don't think about it because a lot of people don't. And then I've had so many people approach me after the fact. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I also don't think unless you've done a branding shoot, I don't, you don't know what you don't you know. You don't know what you don't know. And I right? think... The first time you do a branding shoot, you usually walk away going, oh, God, I'm, let's do that differently <laughs> next time. <laughs> you learn your lesson and you're like, okay, I should have been more prepared. Yeah. Because <laughs> the thing is, people mistake the photographer for what the photographer does. The photographer yes. is there to take the photo. Yes. They're yes. not your creative director. Yeah. They're not yeah, your yeah. marketing team and your branding team. Yes. They couldn't care less no. if you wanted a $20 million client. No. That's not their job. No. 
No, exactly. I mean, and it's the yeah. same when you get your interiors photographs. Like some inter- photographers will, you know, give you a bit of direction or like, yeah. but a lot of them, they're just like, where do you want me to take the photo? Okay, we'll do it here kind of thing. Like there yeah. isn't, cool. like, I think people don't realise that not all photographers are going to have that bigger picture in mind. Yeah. And also, if you are expecting that bigger picture, then pay for more, pay for for that. Yeah. You know, most of us are trying to cut corners, yet you don't understand what you get with cutting that corner. Well, yeah. And I think also, what corners can you cut? Yeah. And which ones you really can't. Like, I think that is, and I think that's sometimes where, creatives are their own worst enemy because they're like well I'm creative so I'll be good but yeah I'll be good I'm I'm creative in an interior space I am not my creativity doesn't translate to other areas kind of thing um and so I think sometimes interior designers fail to see the value that other creatives can bring them yeah a hundred percent and you know even when I work as um as a team uh you know when I'm project managing, creative directing, I'm also asking the hair people, the makeup people, what yeah. is your view on this? Yeah. And, you know, based on my experience, I know when someone can't deliver. Like yeah. I look at their portfolio, I'm like, mm, you're really shitting me if you think you can do that work. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, it takes a kind of like a certain handwriting only because I spent so long doing magazine work. Yeah. I know the caliber that it requires to shoot a certain way. Yeah. So when you're hiring someone, it's just, it's not about trying to just save you time and emotional, mental bandwidth. It's the experience they bring to the table. Yeah. To make your brand look like the shit. <laughs> yeah. No, totally. Oh, so true. So, so true. And I feel you like know, this is just a conversation that I, I just, and it is hard. Like when you, you know, oh. in the early days of your business, you don't have, the massive bank balance and you know photography and branding is something that oh my goodness you can spend so much money on it um yeah but I think if you have a really great team that knows what they're doing and yes they are going to cost you more but the the gain and the the what you your end product is just so much more like you can't really measure oh my gosh I had um um I had a, a student in my MYS style program because we do an eight-week stint and she uh is an accountant she owns an accounting firm down in Adelaide yeah and they booked a whole team like their whole team was taken out of work to do their branding shoot at this amazing location and I said to her, oh, how did you, how did you go? You know, how, in one of the calls, how did you go? And she, her face just fell because not only did she take her team out of working, she also lost out on the photography that she thought would be delivered, like the mm-hmm. end result, because she didn't know what she, she didn't know how to communicate to the photographer. And of course the photographer had the amazing portfolio, yeah. but you can look at someone's work and go, well, who was the team behind that? You don't yeah. know that someone like me was behind that directing that. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. 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 So mm-hmm. as she said to me, look, absolute thousands down the drain. 
I'm not doing that again. And I went, you know, you're hit with like a ten, fifteen thousand dollar yeah. mistake. Yeah. Couldn't you have done it right the first time? Yeah. And look, I think I think something that um I suppose as well, like it doesn't it's not like you're making this investment. You don't need to make this investment regularly. Like if you do oh. it well, you really Gosh. only need to do it once and possibly refresh three, four years, but you do not a regular occurrence kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. And I need you to think about this as like your billboard ad. Yeah. You know, when you're driving down the M line and you see those amazing billboards, that's the stuff that you're trying to create. And then the bits and pieces in between the stuff that go on your Instagram. Yes. They can be also be collected in amongst that branding shoot, but you can also fill those gaps in your Instagram by portrait mode on your iPhone. Yeah. But when someone comes to your website or there's stuff that, you know, if you're, gosh, podcasts is a massive thing these days, or if you're on YouTube, if you wanted to really build that personal brand and make people want to buy into you, that banner, that billboard needs to scream. Yeah. You're like, you know what you're talking about. Yeah. 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 So it's, I always say to people, it's, it's your hero pieces. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's the stuff you want pushed out there into the world. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I could go on all day. Do you have oh, all day there? No, I was, just, I was kind <laughs> of like, it's kind of, I think it's like, you know, that oh, people like, you know, so many people these days talk about content and they're like, well, it's social media. And it's like, well, actually, no, social media is only part of it. Like content is so much more from that. And if social media oh. is driving your content, then you're a bit off. And it's kind of like this as well. Like if you are creating images for social media, then you're missing the mark. Like there's Mm. so many bigger things that you need to be picking from and making sure you're getting right. Oh my gosh. I mean, part of that, but yeah. yeah. And you know, and social media is so many different avenues. You've got the podcast, the, the YouTube, the TikTok and whatever, whatever. But even there's so much more than that even if you were to go and speak at someone's event or um say adidomas suddenly came to you and they are hey beth we'd love you to come and speak at our you know our guest night or our vip night yeah as our main designer what is making adidomas want to approach you yeah (laughs) yeah exactly they obviously see the brand alignment there yeah they they believe that you've got the client that's going to buy all their freaking stones yeah yeah, yeah. That was a good analogy. That was a good analogy. Awesome. <laughs> I kind of, I think in a way, I feel like a little bit like sometimes with this kind of stuff, you have to mm. jump off the cliff yes. and know that you kind of got to believe in yourself and believe in it, that it's going, it might, it's going to feel uncomfortable while you're in between oh. the two. But when you land, yeah. it's going to be amazing and you're really going to see the payoff in it um yeah like your brand is just going to explode but yeah 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 I mean gosh I've got clients that do okay you don't have to do this this is like this is like the other the other side of the spectrum (laughs) they do you know their personal branding hero shoot every year yeah yeah but you know they it's driving that seven figure yeah mark Yeah. yeah It's a very different client. So if you see me posting the same client year after year, and I wanted to, okay, it's a different business type, business, <laughs> business. It's a, 
it's a very it's very much driving that sales because they're they're trying to attract more and more and more and they've got the team and they're building the team so it really depends on where you're at with your business and how far you want to push it yeah um because at at the end of the day you've got to make sales (laughs) well that's the thing that's the thing ultimately you do need someone to pay you (laughs) yeah and uh Without money coming in and without selling yourself and selling what you, you know, yeah, um, getting people to, to buy into you, there, there is no business. It's just a hobby. It's just a uh, hobby. And I, I suppose I always think of it like this. Like I know sometimes people think, oh, it's just going to be so much money. I won't do anything. And I suppose yeah. I'm always like, well, how about, is there something small you can do? And yes, do that. And then when you yeah. have a little bit more income coming in and you have a little bit more, you know, cash flow, maybe do something the next step kind of thing. Like I always 100%. think when it comes to this kind of things, it's not black or white, everything or nothing. I think, you know, it can be mm. small and incremental. Work in progress is yeah. what I say. Work in progress. Definitely. Um, so, I mean, you know, just before I bought, um, came to Bali, I had, I was working with a property investor and she was the same, you know, she's just left a big firm yeah. and now she's out on her own. She's just invested in a, a company to do the website and she could only afford two hours of my time. Yeah. So I work with people in that way where I'm like, I'm literally telling you what to wear. Yeah. Like where I'm like, okay, this is the start yeah. in your wardrobe right now. So yeah. I'm coming in, we work with whatever you have. And then next time, when you're able to afford me to to do the whole shebang of the client, da, yeah. da, 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 then we can do that. Yeah. But it's about taking it like one step at a time. Yeah. Because sometimes it can be very overwhelming. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh my god! Yeah. Wow. So many good things. So many like good things. I can come back, Beth. I can yeah. come back. We'll have, a, we'll have series like part two. Um, part two. So Jane, what are you looking forward to in your business in the next twelve months? Oh, I think I'm just like, I haven't even gotten started. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. That's, that's you know, such an exciting place to be. Oh my gosh. I, I thought that I was, um, I was really niching when I started to call myself personal brand stylist, you know, when my social media yeah. strategist and I sat down and we're like, what is it that we're really communicating? Who is it that want to work with? Yeah. And when I said, you know, I was like, you know what, I really, I couldn't care less if it didn't have a business. Yeah. Because <laughs> for me, it's about driving sales. You yeah. know, you know me from CDK. Yeah. Yeah. I, lo- I love selling. I love yeah. selling. Yeah. So if I'm not driving sales for you, if I'm not driving that, um, you know, um, what is it called? The goalpost for you. Yeah. Then it doesn't give me any um, fulfillment. Yeah. <laughs> And so I think I'm just getting started in terms of like educating people in terms of what a personal brand can really do for you. And if you really know how to build it and tweak your image in a certain way that people believe in what you're saying, you, oh my gosh, you're going to become very unstoppable. Yeah. So for me in the next, like, I guess I'm, I'm looking at only the next two years is getting in front of more people, more podcasts. I started thinking today, I'm like, I really need to be on a podcast every week. Like, how cool would that be? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just Zoom, like an hour of Zoom. Totally. But, and I, like, and... I mean, I just think podcasts, I, I reckon it's 
the media, the, like the form of media that I consume the most of because oh. I can just, I listen to it while I'm doing other stuff and it's just, yeah, I, I feel like yeah. it's such a great medium. Oh my gosh. And you know, I, I myself listen to a lot of podcasts, um, especially business podcasts yeah. and I'm doing it while I'm doing the dishes or I'm just doing stuff around the house. Yeah. And so what do we do as you, as a designer to get you on more podcasts because more and more people are spending time on these platforms, yeah. especially the people that have a lot of money to drop yeah. in their interior. Mm. They're hanging out on these big podcasts. Yeah. How do we get you in front of those people? Are you, are you looking like the person that can be invited to this podcast? Because mm. I was just saying to Beth, before we jumped on that like I've now been I didn't tell you but last was it this morning as well I got invited to another um, personal brand podcast over the US awesome that has a lot of coaches on it awesome and it came off because I'm talking about personal style and personal brand you know and I'm looking like I can deliver on speaking to that level of CEO yeah so yeah so much can be done oh my gosh if you only knew what clothes can do for you (laughs) i love it i really love it no i think it's um i think it's something that we are definitely i mean you alluded to it before but i think we're mostly a little bit slow on the uptake here in australia um yeah uh, but i do think it's something Uh that we especially when we work in an industry that is so visual like Ultimately, oh we are making, like, it is so visual. So it, it just seems like such a natural fit that um, us as a brand will also yeah. look the part. So, um, yeah. Yeah. And it, it amazes me how people don't sort of um, put the two and two together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I, you're, know. You're, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're literally putting stuff on your website so that it gives the visual clues <laughs> that people can invest in you. So why don't you put the, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> why don't you look the part as well? It's like double yeah. whammy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh gosh. Oh, wow. Oh, you've gosh. got, we you've got go lots of, what, you've got years of work ahead of you, Jane. You'll be fine. I'll, I'll um, be writing a book soon. I'll be like, oh, <laughs> I love it. Um, and so how can our community connect with you, work with you, follow you, all of that kind of stuff? Oh my gosh. I am massive on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, I only have, you know, a certain number of followers because I'm constantly looking at my followers, deleting them, removing them. Because if you look like someone from like Muhammad from India, like, you're not going to like, come on. Yeah. I don't want you as a follower. I want my content to be seen by the right people. Yeah. 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 So come out, um, come and hang with me on Instagram. Yeah. My handle is Jane Mo. Yeah. Um, stylist. So if you, you know, and of course, if you go onto this podcast, there'll be links yeah, we'll and whatever. All the, this, all the links in the show notes, but yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that would be the best place to kind of suss out. Yeah. Perfect. My, my vibe. Yeah. If, and on your website, do you have all, well, I know you have all the ways mm-hmm. people can work with you. So you have, you run a yes. course and also your personal sessions. Yeah. I, um, I'm currently updating my website, but, um, so it's very much in a development stage, yeah. best to book a call and we can talk about 
various ways we can work together. Like I think Beth was saying, you can either start small or you can take big kahuna. <laughs> big kahuna and just jump in. Love it. I <laughs> love it. That band -aid. Oh, I um, love it. So yeah. Oh, perfect. Oh. Jane, I have loved this dialogue. I could talk to you for hours, but I've got to let you oh get back gosh. to beautiful Bali and enjoying your, um, what is it? Uh, your technology, no, technology nomad. That's not right. Oh, di digital nomad. Digital nomad. We're working so, out of my laptop. I love it. Bad. I love yeah. it. But, yeah. Yeah. So thank you so much oh. for joining us. And um, I will link to all of your um, things in the show notes. So thank you so much, Jane. Thank you, Beth. Thank you. Wow, what a great chat with Jane. I have come away with so many notes from that. I hope you found it as interesting and inspiring and educational as I did. I think one of the things that stood out for me was how your brand and how you show up is so important in attracting the right client. And it's really, you know, as much as we talk about how we have to sell the transformation, we also have to sell ourselves. We have to show our clients or our potential clients that we are going to be able to deliver on what we say we can and that we can transform their space. And so much of that comes down to first impressions and how we are with them so oh my goodness so many gems out of that conversation with Jane and I really hope that you found it as interesting and inspiring as I did thank you for listening to this design dialogue I hope you have found it full of inspiration and helpful information to take into your design studio to organize your day, your desk and your studio, make sure to sign up for your free 30-day trial of More Time to Design to see how it can transform your business. Follow the links in our show notes. If you would like to get in touch, please reach out on email at beth at moretimetodesign.com or on Instagram at more under slash time under slash two under slash design. I would also love it if you could rate and review this podcast, which help others find it. Follow the link in our show notes. Have a great week and I will see you for our next design dialogue.